0: This is Street Talk with Chris Davies, helping you maneuver the road of real estate. Get up to speed with expert insights on the mortgage industry and your Northwest stomping grounds. Buy, sell, invest, and rest. Street Talk. Now, with this panel of industry insiders, here's Chris Davies. Good morning,
1: Seattle. Good morning to the Pacific Northwest. Welcome to Street Talk. It's your radio show on all things real estate. Uh, Whether it's buying, selling, financing, we're here to answer all of those questions today. I'm joined by the wonderful Mrs. Lisa Ballon with Compass.
2: Thanks for having me, Chris. It's fun to be here, as always.
1: As always. And also, Mr. Crazy Bowie from John L. Scott. Hey, Chris. This is going to be a good show. It's going to be (laughs) a lot of great stuff to talk about. And then also, we have Mr. Brandon Green, the reverse mortgage expert from Laura's Home Loans and Mortgage Masters. Hi, Brandon. Hi, Pleased to be here. Morning. So, news of the week. Fed met on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, and as predicted, they raised the rate a quarter point. So, that's three increases for the year so far. That's three increases that we had last year. They're still projecting to do one more increase in December, and also they projected to do three in 2019. So once again, folks, when you're looking at your HELOCs, you're looking at your credit cards, uh, you're looking at student loan expenses, all these interest rate charges or interest rates in general are going to go higher. Uh, if I give you some perspective, uh, back in 2003 to 2006, the Fed raised uh, the rate 17 times. In that, in that 3 year time span it went from 4% to 8 and a quarter as far as the federal funds rate goes so right now the federal funds rate is 2 and a quarter so it's still obviously very low uh, historically speaking but uh, those of you that have HELOCs those of you that have credit cards expect those rates to go up and continue to go up uh, bank rate says that the he- average HELOC or the HELOC average has gone from 4.75 to over 6% now So the cost of borrowing is just going to continue to rise.
3: Yeah.
2: The great thing about that, though, I mean, it's not that it's great, but home prices are stabilizing and they've come down just a little bit. And so it's not as big of a hit as it would have been had we been talking about this what last May. Mm -hmm. right?
1: Yeah. And I think overall, I mean, again, the economy is doing well. I mean, the flip side to it is if your investments should also rise as well. So yeah. you return on investment if you whether it be CDs or bonds or things of that nature, those interest rates they'll give you a higher rate of return as a result.
3: Yeah, well, and the thing that we're starting to see more and more and more, Chris, is that people really aren't taking action on those home equity lines until it's like late in the game, right? Or until that actually adjusts and they're because they're so used to making that payment. And then all of a sudden it jumps up and they're like, oh, what happened? And then they're, hey, you know, I got to find somewhere else. I got to refinance. I got to do X, Y, Z. So if you have a home equity line out there, do some research, find out when it's coming due and, you know, reach out to, reach out to Chris and, and see what you might be able to do. Well, the interesting thing is, uh,
1: obviously, if you go back to the mortgage meltdown, 0- 07, 08, 09, a lot of people took out. Home equity lines of credit, they want a draw period. Typically it's ten or fifteen years, mm-hmm. which means those HELOCs are now coming due, where in other words they go to a fully fully amortizing payment. So now you're gonna be hit with principal and interest, not just the interest only payment. And then if you have a ten year if it's a ten year draw, it's gonna go fully amortized on a twenty year term. So the payment shock's pretty enormous. Right. it's worse if it's a 15 year draw with a 15 year t- when it goes to a 15 year term so you look at that we're seeing quite a bit of business as far as that as far as that's concerned uh again great article in The times this week talking about condos and the new condo frenzy so to speak as far as building goes
3: yeah it's it's interesting Chris I read that and there's a few different topics one is about just the projects that were going to be apartments and they're just switching midstream and they're now going to be condos. You're also they also talked about conversion mm-hmm. of uh pre existing apartments into condos. Uh and they also talked about home prices and what those condos would be worth. And one of the developers said a thousand dollars a square, square foot. foot. That- I saw that. That was incredible. So it's like, okay, if that's how much it costs to build, what's the markup when I buy it, right? right?
1: Well, I mean, that's, again, when you look at the numbers, it's fairly astounding. I didn't know, but uh, in the coming years, you're looking at 5,000 units within Seattle. There's, there's 12 projects uh, on the books right now for the Seattle market, where that's going to bring 5,000 units to the market. Uh, there's quite a bit of construction going on in Bellevue as well. So as far as uh, options opening up for the home buyers out there, that should actually increase the options quite a bit.
2: Yeah. You talk about the 5,000 opening up. They were saying that there was just around 2,000 that opened up in the last decade. So this is going to be a huge increase for us.
1: Yeah. And you saw, you saw what the impact was because we talked about this before, but the number of apartments that were being built and how that affected the rental market. And part of the reason for the condo conversions or the condo frenzy, so to speak, is because of the fact that the rental market has softened. Mm-hmm. So now developers are they're having a harder time uh, having banks lend them money for apartment projects just because the vacancies are a little bit higher. And they don't. it's not quite the uh, furor that there was a couple of years ago with rents going up dramatically each and every year. That seems to have leveled out as well, just like the housing prices seem to be – Well, they stabilize, as Lisa
3: said. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think with what you're saying in regards to developers shifting market that we've been talking about for months and months, uh, with that shifting market, they're going to have to take a look at that and say, if we build condos, obviously they're going to need to get those sold, right? Because the market is, they don't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen six months, a year from now. So they're betting on, hey, this is what I can get for for the property. But- if you're a home buyer, you have to look at that and say, is there a rental cap? Cause the, the builder may not care whether or not this sells to an investor or somebody who's just going to, you know, buy it to rent it out or, uh, whether or not, uh, you're going to be able to do vacation rentals, which is something that a lot of people are doing right now. But you may be one of those investors. You may be somebody who goes on vacation quite a bit and you want to be able to rent your place out on the weekends or you want that investment. So just like any other condo that you're going to be buying, I think even more so, it's going to be very important to take a look at that public offering statement to realize, mm-hmm. hey, what are my uh, the things that I can or can't do with my, my condo?
2: And even if you don't think that that's going to be in your future, you think you're going to live there for the next five or 10 years and, and not have that be in, in play, I think it's still, and I'm sure Quasi and Chris, you'd agree that it's still a good idea to take a look at that because you never know what's going to happen. You get transferred, your job changes, what have you. Um, you buy a different home and you still want to keep this as an investment. So definitely take a look at that. Have your realtor help you.
3: And participate in your homeowners association if you're going to buy a condo because what you buy now, the homeowners association could decide next month and say, hey, you know what? No rental cap. Let's free for all. And it opens it up. But interesting stats on condos. So since
1: 2012 in King County, uh, condos have appreciated 137% compared to single family homes single family homes appreciated appreciated at 112% uh 19% of homes for sale in Seattle right now are condos so there there's certainly there's not a whole lot of options there uh but on the flip side within that market too there's obviously more uh there's there seem to be more properties staying on the market longer as far as that's concerned so it seems to be slowing down a little bit on the uh, listing side Um, on the, uh, condos, the big, big consideration is the HOAs.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. That, I mean, and the, on top of that, you have potentially special assessments. So HOAs are huge. Um, I love what Quasi says, be a part of the board. Um, know what, know what your, uh, public offering statement is, know what the budget's like, all of that, because it affects you greatly Mm -hmm. and it can change and you need to know what you're walking into.
3: Yeah, and that that, uh, that public offering statement or even a resale certificate for something that's being resold, uh, those can be intimidating, right? Those are, you know, a hundred, couple hundred pages, right? Got financials, they got meeting notes. You got to know all of that stuff and at least review it and understand, hey, what am I getting myself into? Well, from a lending perspective, one of,
1: the, um, one of the important things to do is to take a look at the budget and take a look at the reserves. If they have HOAs of three, $400 a month coming in, what are they doing with that money? Are they putting some of that money aside? It's important that they have some reserves so when they need to uh, redo the parking lot or redo the outside structure or whatever it is, that they have money set aside for those projects. And oftentimes you'll find that they're not funded or they're underfunded, which means that there's going to be HOA increases and things of that nature. So if you sign up for it and it's $250 a month, after you move in, it goes up to three fifty or whatever the case may be. Or might a special
2: be. assessment tagged on it. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: Well and the and the um the public offering statement is actually drafted by an attorney on behalf of the builder. So they're representing a builder. A resale certificate is actually the homeowners association delivering that to a prospective buyer on behalf of the seller. So a public offering statement, it can change and might be drafted in uh in order to protect the the builder.
1: Folks, got some questions on on some of these topics. The number to the show is 844-TALK-101. Once again, it's going to be 844-TALK-101.
0: Some things go really good together, like a hammer and nail. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes and desires with wisdom and guidance. Now, Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family have teamed up to give you over 65 years of combined experience and personalized service. So if you're looking to renovate, call 1-833-Ask Laura.
4: Hi, this is Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loans. If you've spotted that perfect fixer upper, a renovation loan tied to the purchase could be a great way to get things fixed up before you move in. Questions about a renovation loan? Just ask. Call 1 833 Ask
0: Laura. Good together. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family. Call 1 833 Ask Laura at laura'shomeloans.com. Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing Opportunity.
3: Hi, this is Quacy with John L. Scott and the Quasi Homes team. As a real estate agent, I love helping my clients make the most of their investment. When you are selling a fixed rougher, a teardown, or buildable land, you not only want to make the most for your property, you have so many other factors to consider. Can the buyer get financing? Do I want a bunch of people walking through the property? How long will it take to close and get my money? And that's where I come in. Strategy and experience are critical with these types of properties. I'll help you measure your options, hammer out the details, and get the best value. If you are considering selling your fixer-upper, tear-down, or buildable land, give me a call. 206-854-4132. That's 206-854-4132. This is Quasi with John L. Scott. Start by investing in experience and strategy. All conversations are confidential. Call 206-854-4132. Hey, Story Monson. I've been
5: telling you for five years now about the wonderful people at 3010 Weight Loss for Life, the local weight loss program that has helped listeners lose hundreds of thousands of pounds. The 3010 program was created by healthcare providers Providers. Doctors and clients love 3010. The doctors love it because they see their patients getting healthier as they lose that weight that burdens people's lives. The clients love it because they look better, they feel better, and the team at 3010, they're incredibly supportive. The nutritionists check in with you every week. They have healthy recipes. They make it delicious for you to lose that weight. And you also learn how to keep that weight off, 3010 weight loss for life. Give them a call. Get started. Get down to your target weight. 3010 Weight Loss for Life, 855-843-3010. That's 855-843-3010. Or go to 3010weightlossforlife.com. You're worth it.
0: Sharing the latest news and exchanging insights on the mortgage industry and all things real estate, this is Street Talk. Now, with an ear to the pavement of our Northwest stomping grounds, here's your host of Street Talk, Chris Davies.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back to Street Talk, your show on all things real estate. Let's jump into uh, reverse mortgages, uh, Mr. Green. So, tell us a little bit about, I think it's probably one of the most underutilized uh, mortgage tools that we have out there. Uh To some numbers as far as the reverse mortgage product goes, in 2017, there were 17,690 loans originated. And uh, on the, it's an FHA backed product. And uh, compared to the FHA loan, there was uh, almost 251,000 FHA loans originated. So it's not, uh, obviously, it's age group specific.
6: Uh, You have to be how old? Uh, the youngest title holder needs to be 62 years of age or older.
1: Okay, and uh, what what kind of changes has, has the industry gone through? Because so, sometimes you know the reverse mortgages sort of had a negative connotation to them. Uh, how, how has that changed?
6: Yeah. So so the um, the reverse mortgages typically utilize is the federal insured reverse mortgage, which is a home equity conversion mortgage. Uh, that has gone through significant changes since 2013. Uh, Those changes have been to both uh, make it more sustainable, as well as both uh, protecting the spouse and significant financial resources. Uh, What it allows for is the homeowner to be able to access a portion of their equity in their home that they would, uh, in other terms, not be able to access outside of selling the home. Uh, so, it's oftentimes had been referred to as being able to access funds that would essentially um, take away from the equity in the home, uh, but it's looked at more so now as being able to access that equity. Uh, so, it's no longer equity stripping, you know, product as it once was. So, that's the, probably the most significant change.
1: So typically, I mean, obviously, the, you do quite a few refinances. What what sort of equity requirement
6: do people have to have in order to be able to do a reverse mortgage? Uh, the equity that they're able to access is based upon their uh, age as well as the current interest rate and the home's value. Uh, on average, we're looking at about 55% equity accessibility. And, um, you know, if one doesn't have the amount of equity to qualify, they could still qualify for a reverse mortgage they just may need to be be able to build up that equity um, percentage, so that they could uh, establish the reverse mortgage option. What about uh, using it for
1: um, using it to, as a purchase tool?
2: Yeah, um, Chris and I were talking a little bit ago. We have a client who's interested in purchasing purchasing a home. Um, she is in her eighties, very very viable. I mean, this woman has a ton of energy. She has um, some means. Um, And we were talking about, can she do a reverse mortgage, put enough down so that she doesn't have a payment? And does that make sense for somebody like that?
6: Yeah, that is um, one of the areas of the reverse mortgage that is not as well known, um, as well as not as well utilized, I believe. Uh, It is a a sector that is definitely, as we educate people on the uses of the reverse mortgage, is absolutely a, a sector that is being utilized more. With the purchase, again, they need to establish a percentage of required equity in the home. And so, to do that with a purchase, uh, they would be putting down a rather significant uh, amount of down payment, so to speak. Uh, Again, you know, depending upon their age, it may be, you know, 55% down payment. Uh, But what that does allow for is they would no longer have a monthly mortgage payment. They are already establishing, you know, growth equity in the home, and if they have the financial means, um, possibly of, you know, selling a previous home that uh, maybe was not as well suited for them, they can now purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, put that down payment down, um, and then utilize the remaining net assets from their sale. Uh, as either a savings or investment opportunities.
1: And so, in other words, what you're saying, it, it is age-related. So As you get older, for example, a person in their 80s compared mm-hmm. to a person in their 60s, there's going to be
6: less of an equity requirement
1: if you're in your 80s compared to if you're in
6: your 60s. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah, because the reverse mortgage essentially was developed uh, for individuals to be able to stay within their home. So as one ages, uh the expectancy is that they would be in the home less or fewer years than they would um in you know the, their initial beginning years of retirement. Um but we you know, we're seeing that that isn't always the case. Uh you do have individuals that do move outside of the home, so there are not restrictions on being able to sell the home. Um you would sell the home just as you would um, you know in the open market, um, and essentially just whatever money that had been borrowed out of the equity uh, would be paid off with the net proceeds
1: yeah i should I should also point out that uh, Laura keel from laura 's home loans does the luncheon loans uh, specifically for the reverse mortgage uh, there 's a couple of uh, luncheon loans coming up October third and October seventeenth eleven thirty to one thirty at uh, mortgage masters, so you can go to laura 's home loans website and, uh, you know, look at the address and uh, reserve a time to actually find out more information on it. So it's a fantastic tool. The other part of it is if you, if you do reverse mortgage and you have uh, retirement income, the nice thing is that you now can use that retirement income for other things other than having to pay a mortgage payment. I know several people that have, you know, they were fortunate enough to be able to put the right amount of equity down, have a reverse mortgage. Then, if you have social security, uh, a, say a pension, then all of that money that you comes into that comes in month to month is there and available for you to use as you please. It's not going you're not tied down by that uh, mortgage payment of fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars so again i think it's a tool that's uh, not utilized as much as it should be and it's one of those things that uh, we can certainly enlighten people on more so folks you got a question on uh, reverse mortgages and how it might benefit you give us a call at 844-TALK-101 uh i think it's uh like i said with with uh, our mutual client lisa mm-hmm. i think it might be a fantastic uh, tool
2: yeah you know i'm we have a lot of people who ask us about reverse mortgages, and as realtors, we don't know as much, obviously, as we probably should. So can you maybe explain a little bit to our listeners what happens when the person who has the home has the reverse mortgage, when they pass on, what happens to that home?
6: Uh, so the home re- um, stays in the, the homeowner's um, ownership throughout the loan process, uh, reverse mortgage, in the simplest terms, is just a deferred interest payment. So, rather than making the monthly mortgage payment, uh, they're going to make a payment once they vacate the home. So, either you know by selling the home or vacating through you know death, uh, the home would pass on to the homeowner's heirs, and at that point in time, the heirs would have upwards of twelve months to settle the account. Uh, so, they would either you know sell the home. Or they could retain the home and sell or pay off the existing loan balance based upon uh, you know their own financing or their own financial means
2: you know I think that 's great um, I think a lot of people assume that the home automatically goes back to the lender we 've heard that on a numerous on numerous occasions
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's it 's basically it 's basically a standard mortgage with interest that just adds to the mortgage balance, so when somebody passes on then Either you can sell the property or they, and if it passes on to heirs, they can refinance it and pay off the balance owed. It's, you know, it's, got, it's no different than a standard mortgage, I guess. But again, that's where the negative connotation comes in. Right. You know, I think that uh, through the years, uh, you know, it's, sub, you know, just like many of the other mortgage products back in, uh, the early two thousands where there was a little bit of fraud going on or you know, it didn't take much to get a loan. There was a lot of different things going on. Doesn't mean necessarily that that it's a bad product. If anything, I I don't think it's utilized enough. What are your thoughts, Crazy?
3: I think it's a great product. It's something that uh, you know even I, as I've you know, had conversations with Laura Keel over the years. Um, it's something that I always have to revert back and I always have to make sure that I'm asking her questions, keeping up up to date on uh, different changes that are happening. But I think it's a phenomenal product, whether it's just a reverse mortgage uh, to stay in the home or especially on the reverse mortgage purchase. Uh, I think it's just something that's phenomenal that, that more people need to utilize. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more.
1: Um, and also there's another change uh, starting October 1st where there, there might be two appraisals required. But based on the lender review, is that correct?
6: Yeah. um, So starting in October, there's going to be a new implication of the lender review uh, looking at the appraised value. So it could be a possibility that an additional second appraisal is required. Um, If that is the case on certain circumstances, then that uh, second appraisal would take place and the assessed value would based upon the lower value of the two appraisals.
1: Yeah, and that's basically just to protect against overinflation and that type of thing.
6: Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, excellent. Uh, Folks, got questions on that? Give uh, Brandon a
6: call at uh, Laura's Home Loans, 833 ask Laura. Ask Laura. Yeah, that's 833-275-5287. Meanwhile, questions for the show is 844-TALK-101.
0: Some things go really good together. Popcorn and movies, grandparents and grandchildren. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes and desires with wisdom and guidance. Now, Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family have teamed up to give you over 65 years of combined experience and personalized service. So if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call one 833 Ask Laura.
4: Hi, it's Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loans, and we would love to share all the insights we've learned over the years to help you make the best decision for your family. Questions about a reverse mortgage? Is it safe? Could we pay off our current mortgage? Or even buy a new house? Any question at all, just ask. Call 1 833 Ask Laura.
0: Good together. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family. Call one ask Laura at laurashomeloans.com. Mortgage Master Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing Opportunity. Hey, it's Story Monson.
5: You know my story at 3010 Weight Loss for Life. Four and a half years ago, I had 25 extra pounds, and in about five or six weeks, they helped me lose that and get down to my target weight. They are helping listeners lose hundreds of thousands of pounds collectively. They make it so so easy for you to get down to your target weight. All you have to do is get started. Give them a call, 855-843-3010,
0: 855-843-3010, or go to 3010weightlossforlife.com. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes with wisdom and guidance. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family have teamed up to serve you with over 65 years of combined experience.
4: Hi, this is Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loan. If your fixer-upper has you wondering about a renovation loan, call one eight three three ask Laura.
0: Call one eight three three ask Laura Mortgage Master Service Corporation CL four o four four five Equal Housing Opportunity. Hi, this is Patrick and Lisa, and you've heard us here on Street Talk with Chris
7: Davies.
2: We don't just respond to real estate questions on the show. Nope, we're ready to take your call, meet in person, and start working for you.
7: It's our mission to provide answers, guidance, and exceptional customer service. We aim to earn your trust with your local real estate team. Patrick and Lisa.
2: Give us a call at 206-954-3555. Again, 206-954-3555.
7: Buying, selling, or, or both. both. Your success is what matters most. Our connections can help.
2: Patrick and Lisa, local experts coming together to help you find your place in the world.
7: Patrick and Lisa, you can find us at patrickandlisa.com or give us a call at 206-954-3555. That's 206-954-3555. Patrick and Lisa, you can find us at patrickandlisa.com.
0: buy sell invest and rest when it comes to the mortgage industry and real estate know the ropes the ins and outs and all the curves this is street talk with chris davies with a panel of industry insiders here to take your call now here's your host of street talk chris davies welcome back welcome back to street talk so
1: I wanted to ch- chat a little bit about with prices having stabilized or, you know, the, the price drop that people talk about within the Seattle market, also a little bit on the east side where you're seeing more, more listings with price drops as, they, as they're staying on the market a little bit longer. There, people are talking about they're starting to uh, move their uh, area of shopping to some of the outlying areas. So not not so focused on, say, right within Seattle, but moving just maybe a little bit north, uh, Linwood, uh, Everett, or south, whether it be uh, Federal Way, Kent, Auburn, or maybe even a little bit further. Obviously, Tacoma. Tacoma. Tacoma has been growing enormously. So uh, with the buyers that you're working with, are you finding that people are stretching their boundaries a little bit, willing to have, have that longer commute? Uh, or do they want to pay more, and avoid the commute?
3: Well, I, we're seeing a lot more of people who are willing to stretch that, and especially when it comes to using mass transit, whether it's the sounder, whether it's the ferry. Um, as long as there's some quick access to that, then they're more than willing to uh, to move out a little bit, a little bit farther.
2: It's a quality of life thing yep. a lot of times. You know, people... Um, they want to trade that city life, that hustle and bustle for a little bit of quiet, a little bit of peace. And like we've talked about, you can utilize your, your transit oftentimes as relaxation time, work time, whatever. I, I always refer to what Pat says. I love it on the ferry. You know, you, you have a cup of coffee in the morning and you have a beer in the afternoon. I mean, yeah. it's just that kind of a lifestyle.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, I think, but the other, other part of the article was, that, those homes haven't appreciated as much as the homes within Seattle or in and around Seattle. So therefore, it might actually be a better buy because, as, because of the growth explosion that occurred and the, the massive price increases that you see in and around Seattle. As that grows out, those areas still have room to move up, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you find that people are looking at that as an investment.
2: Well, absolutely. And what we're finding, too, is that those homes are also taking some reductions as well. So you started off with a home that might be a little bit lower priced, and now often we're seeing reductions in those
3: as well. Yeah, I I agree. And the other thing that like I just learned the other day is I didn't know that Rapid Ride had free Wi-Fi on the bus. I didn't know that. So we're talking to clients and they're like, yeah, you know, even if I am... Within a certain distance, they'd rather just hop on the bus and you know have that smooth ride in rather than being in traffic driving the car. You know they'd rather just kind of hang out and you know free Wi Fi and you know have somebody else drive them. So uh, I think there's a lot of benefits to what we're doing with mass transit. I know that's definitely a big topic around the you know, greater Puget Sound area. But I think the more mass transit we have, I think we're going to start to see more and more growth in some of the, the areas outside of Seattle.
1: If you were to sort of pick an area, whether it be an area north or an area south, what, what, uh, what do you think is going to be the up-and-coming community? <clears throat> Putting you on the spot a little bit? Yeah, just a
3: <laughs> little, Chris. Uh, you know, I don't want to say it's as up-and-coming as... Um, Maybe it was in the last you know few years, maybe, but I think there's a lot of growth still yet to happen in Tacoma. I really do, especially if uh you know they implement that fast ferry to Seattle uh I think it's going to be i think it'll be great for the city,
2: yeah. And, you know, we're seeing a little bit more in, honestly, like the Northgate area. I know that's not super north, but because the, you know, the train's coming up there, that's huge. And then also um, just north of that even, you know, Everett and Linwood, I think if people are willing to stretch that out because of the the transit from up there. Yeah. And we were just going
3: through, uh, have you guys been to the, I don't even know what they call it, but the Ruston area there where they kind of got the new... uh kind of development what? town center going on. That is a gorgeous little area down there off the water. Oh, it's amazing.
2: Oh, in Tacoma? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's ah, beautiful.
3: Yeah. And uh, you know, just the, you know, the the development they have up the up the hill, just the town center area, the uh, you know, the, kind of the the water, the waterfront there, just the path where you're walking, running, biking, um, great little area over there.
6: Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, within, I mean, I'm I'm from the Tacoma area, so, uh, you know, T-Town's home to me, and uh, you see neighborhoods, so there's uh, neighborhood developments like Point Ruston, you know, it's one of the newer ones, uh, the Proctor District, and there's a lot of up-and-coming neighborhoods in the Tacoma area that were once, you know, maybe lower income or unutilized areas that in addition to having the transportation to move or to work in the big city, you have neighborhood developments there as well that people are going to.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, and actually, surprisingly, I know quite a few people that actually took the train from Tacoma to mm-hmm. work in Seattle. Yeah. Yep. So that's also a great uh, avenue uh, for commuting because obviously dealing with the I-5 or 405 or 167, none of those are pretty during the rush hour. Yeah. So, but if you can just hop on a train and be able to do that, do that commute back and forth, even if it's slightly longer, at least you're sitting, like you said, having a, having a cup of coffee or having a beer and being able to walk on the computer, uh, I think that those are some great options that people have. Absolutely.
2: You know, it's funny um, when you when we're working with people who have maybe been born and raised here or lived here a long, long time, they still have these preconceived notions about mm-hmm. certain areas. And when you mention, you know, what about this place? What about that place? Um, you, you know, their response is, well, you know, it's kind of not my kind of style. It's, isn't it kind of dangerous? Isn't it whatever? And it's really interesting. If you can take them out to those places and you see the, you know, the gentrification that's happening, the growth that's happening, the development, um, it's, it's fantastic. And it's fun for us when we get new people that are coming here, they don't have any of those stereotypes. And so they're willing to look at everything with kind of an open mind. So definitely suggest that those of you that have been living here and are looking, keep an open mind to it.
1: Yeah. Don't have your own prejudices. Yeah. I, I think it's what it is because yeah. amazingly, when you meet somebody that just flies in, they have their new job, and then they sort of look, at, start looking. They don't, ha- they're not inhibited, so to speak. Oh, that that's a great house. Yep. You know, not so much talking about the neighbourhood or what happened there ten years ago. Yeah, you know, they just sort of go in there, you know, no blinders on, and they just sort of make the offer. And- I think that's also changing the neighborhoods as well. Yeah, I mean obviously there's, there's a huge influx of people coming in from out of state, and I think that has had a huge impact, not just only within Seattle, but on the on the outskirts
3: as well. Yeah, well, and especially you know people that are new. Uh, you know, to the area or whatever, you know, let's say that they were going at Tacoma. They might think that that construction is going to end sometime soon, but <laughs> we never know. Um, so I, I think it's just something that, you know, it, it's if they're new to the area, it's one of those things. They, they come with an open mind. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not sure what you're trying to say there. <laughs>
3: I'm saying that that I would love to know when that's going to be complete because they've been working on that I five by the dome for quite a while now.
1: (laughs) Well, it seems like the it seems like whenever you think it's about to get done, you see you see something else going up. Yes, right. It's like oh my lord, that's that's (laughs) it's never ending. So, and again, traffic traffic. There's no good time to go through that area. Yeah. I mean, it's always kind
6: of a pain. Hopefully, it'll get better.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So, anyway, uh, outlying areas. Interesting note, uh, King County, the, uh, the uh, increase in inventory over the last couple of months, we're looking at a 66% increase. Pierce County is only looking at a 7% increase. So, tells you that the, you know, the, the inventory t- is still moving at a faster pace. Again, to to discuss what we were just talking about, Mm -hmm. it's moving at a faster pace than it is within uh, within the King County, Seattle area.
2: So, I pulled up uh, Seattle, some Seattle stats for just the last week because I always think this is interesting. Because in this market, things change, Um, and in the last week, there were three hundred and twenty-nine, excuse me, new listings, two hundred and sixty-nine price reductions, but three hundred and twelve homes went pending. Mm -hmm. So that's in a week in Seattle and that says a lot. I mean, there's a lot of activity still happening. So for people who are thinking, you know, the market's diving, nothing's happening, that's not the case at all.
1: Well, the import here's the other part. Rates are at a 7-year high right now. So you've, in the last 5 weeks, rates have gone up, five, you know, they've gone up consecutively 5 weeks in a row. So now you're starting to crest the upper fours as far as rates go, according to Freddie Mac. So what I mean by that is you, got, you, you have to get ahead of that curve because with the Fed doing what they did this week and with the Fed raising rates again in December, the long-term mortgage rates, they're going to follow that trend. And uh, you know we talked about it in the spring. You had that uh, half-point bump that occurred January to April where rates went up dramatically. It was like there was no, no end in sight. So people were you know, running out there wanting to get their homes bought and things of that nature. You're looking at a similar sort of predicament. I think that uh, the fall might be a busy season just because of what's going on with rates as far as people looking for homes, wanting to to fill that uh, void.
3: Well, I think going back to what Lisa was talking about with um, you know, inventory, number of sales, number of pendings, still a lot of activity. I, I think with the news that's been out in the last few months and especially recently with Seattle median home price. I really think that we have to look at it from other perspectives as well when it comes to, look, is this just a seasonal slowdown that's happening a little bit sooner than it normally would? Just as if spring market happened February, March-ish rather than April, May, June. I think it's something to take a look at if that inventory starts to get absorbed during this holiday season because you got more motivated buyers. What's that going to do to spring market next year? Are we going to be looking at the same thing? So I think it's a different perspective, new lens. I don't have a crystal Hmm. ball, but uh, I think it's something that people need to consider, especially if they're thinking about buying a home right now.
2: Good point.
1: Yeah, one of the things we'll get into in the next segment uh, is we're going to talk a little bit about tariffs and what that's going to mean for you remodelers out there, the DIY work that uh, you're thinking about doing, and what it might mean to the cost of your project. Stay tuned. Number to the shows, Talk 101.
0: Some things go really good together. Freedom and liberty, safety and security. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes and desires with reliability and guidance. Now, Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keele family have teamed up to give you over 65 years of combined experience and personalized service. So if you're a veteran or current service member looking to buy a home, call 1-833-ASK-LORA.
4: Hi, this is Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loans. There are so many wonderful benefits and opportunities available to our service members. If you have questions about how a VA loan could help you and your family, we would love to help. Just ask. Call one ask Laura
0: good together. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family. Call one 833 ask Laura at laurashomeloans.com Mortgage Master Service Corporation CL40445 Equal Housing Opportunity. Hey, Story Dory Monson.
5: I've been telling you for five years now about the wonderful people at 3010 Weight Loss for Life. The local weight loss program that has helped listeners lose hundreds of thousands of pounds. The 3010 program was created by healthcare providers, doctors and Clients love 3010. The doctors love it because they see their patients getting healthier as they lose that weight that burdens people's lives. The clients love it because they look better, they feel better, and the team at 3010, they're incredibly supportive. The nutritionists check in with you every week. They have healthy recipes. They make it delicious for you to lose that weight, and you also learn how to keep that weight off. 3010 weight loss for life give them a call get started get down to your target weight 3010 weight loss for life 855-843-3010 that's 855-843-3010 or go to
8: 3010weightlossforlife.com you're worth it when picking a real estate broker customer satisfaction is key hi this is rebecca mitsui of keller williams When buying or selling a home, there's a lot to consider, and you've got a lot on your mind. As your real estate broker, it's my job to get the information that's right for you. Your interests are of interest to me. Now, there's a great deal of technology and information out there, but it takes a human touch to bring those numbers to life and close the deal. We'll utilize today's state-of-the-art tools, Keller Williams' industry experience, and, as a Seattle native, I know our stomping grounds like the back of my hand. I've also been honored with the Seattle Magazine Award for Best in Client Satisfaction. I'm Rebecca Mitsui of Keller Williams. Get first-class real estate service from me and my team. Call 206-935-6262. Again, 206-935-6262. If you're buying or selling, I'm here to help. 206-935-6262.
0: maneuver the road of real estate now back to street talk with chris davies
1: thanks so much for joining us this morning street talk is your real estate show on all things real estate so, Lisa, I think you have a listing to talk about.
2: To talk about, yes. Uh, so we have an awesome listing in Columbia City, another area that has um, gone through gentrification and people are really loving. So this is a condo, um, very rare to find a condo available in Columbia City. Um, it's walking distance, literally a block away from like Tutabella, uh, Geraldine's, there's the farmer market there, uh, PCC, the library, um, Anyway, so this was located at three nine three three South Pearl Street. Uh, it's unit number nine. The MLS number is one three six six zero one four. We have it listed for three sixty eight nine nine nine, and it is a uh, one bedroom, one bath, six hundred and eighty square feet, low HOAs. I'm going to be there today between twelve and three o'clock. Um, again, the address is three nine three three South Pearl Street in Seattle,
1: and it's under four hundred.
2: Under 400. And what I love about this condo is when you walk in, it's it's just a bank of windows overlooking a green space. So you're looking Mm -hmm. out at trees. You see it, Kweisi?
3: Well, uh, me and my wife actually used to live in this building, Solvita, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we used to live in unit number two. No. It's a great building. It's a small, quaint building at the end of the dead end. um, And it is walking distance to everything. right? Uh, which was a little bit trouble for us at the time we lived there, right? No kids or anything. It was nothing but fun. The other cool thing for us was that it was walking distance to the light rail to, to get downtown. There's a light rail station just a few blocks away. So uh, phenomenal location. Love Columbia City. Uh, shout out to all my peeps at El Sombrero, keeping those margaritas stiff. Um, and uh, yeah, so great listing.
2: super cool, yeah, we're super excited about it. HOAs uh, HOAs are 309 a month, um, you know they cover water sewer garbage, common area maintenance It's pretty low yeah no that's, really not, that's not bad yeah. at all
1: and at that price point uh, it with 20 percent down, I can get that's probably going to beat some of the rents out there
2: yeah it's so, a cool, it's a really cool spot
1: yeah, and con actually, there's one thing we haven't talked about much on the show, but the uh, the condo financing what banks require or didn't require, that's actually loosened up quite a bit. There used to be home ownership requirements, owner occupancy requirements versus rental caps. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have done away with a lot of those requirements. So condos that were not financeable before are very financeable now. Yep. So when people have gone through that process, you know, just as as little as say two years ago, where they said, "Oh, we couldn't do it; it didn't meet the occupancy requirement," they've eliminated all those things. So I suggest that uh, obviously talk to you, talk to your mortgage person. Hopefully that'd be me, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we can get you squared away. But uh, interesting topic. Uh, obviously the tariffs are, are are becoming a reality as far as tr- as far as what Trump is doing. So most tariffs. They start at 10%, and some of these things may hit 25% by year-end. So when you think about that, a lot of the construction materials are going to be tariffed, which means that uh, you start looking at things. I mean, there there are some manufacturers, for example, already uh, they're starting to eliminate some of the quartz products. You know that they were importing just because of the fact that it 's become too expensive they can't it's not it, the numbers just don't work. You start looking at lumber costs, you start looking at some of the steel costs you start looking at granite marble, all these things where the costs start to go up so when people have remodeling projects, so a lot of the contractors now are going to have a time to completion on there, otherwise it's going to be subject to price mm-hmm. increases. Increased. So in other words, when you sign a contract, and it's, it's going to be X, and we know that there's always going to be cost overruns and things of that nature, or there's issues getting the subs out, this, that, and the other. Then all, Now, all of a sudden, your project can cost you 20% more. So the effect of these things, obviously, we're not going to feel it now, but you're certainly going to feel that, say, six months from now, a year from now. So who knows? you know, how that's going to slow things down economically speaking. And that's not even to mention what, what it does for new construction. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's not just the DIY people. No DIY. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I think it also speaks to, okay, like there's this increase that is potentially going to happen. Right. Which we think based on what you're saying, right. But it's more looking at it and saying, is is the market going to slow down for some of those contractors? No, because we we're just talking about how more developments are coming up. They're just, instead of building apartments, they're going to be doing condos. So it's not necessarily going to, uh, there's not going to be an increase of available people to do those projects either. So the only thing it's going to do is drive up price because of uh, cost of materials.
1: Well, I think the other part, uh, you can take the other part with the equity growth that's happened over the last two to four years. People have this equity sitting in their property, and their property is dated, so that they're going to want to. You know, people are staying in their homes longer. They don't. They don't feel the need to downsize as quickly. People are working longer, right? So, therefore, the the need to say kids empty nest is the need to move out of the house and downsize isn't necessarily there. So, what that means is, if if they're going to remain in the house longer, that means they're probably going to update things, which means that. We all know that there's uh, trying to get a contractor right now to do something on the short term that's next to impossible unless you're well connected mm-hmm. you know where you, where that person's being fed a steady stream of work so those types of things are all problematic, and that just means that the project continues to get more and more expensive so uh, you know it's, it's it's an interesting topic um, I feel that uh, the ramifications of which we're not going to know yet I agree um, so Oh, I lost my train of thought there. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so with, with fall coming, what do you think uh, people should be prepping their homes for uh, as far as getting ready for fall? You start to, see, you start to feel the uh, air getting colder outside. Mm-hmm. And so what are some of the things that people need to be doing uh, to prep their home for winter? Uh,
2: check your uh, furnaces for sure. Water heater.
3: Uh check attics, crawl spaces for leaks, potential water getting in. One of the most
1: missed things that people do is, is replacing the filters on their furnace.
2: I just did that a couple of days ago. You did not. I was proud of myself.
1: Okay, when was the last time you did it though?
2: Well I never did. But it was an, <laughs> it's kinda of newer construction.
1: Oh. So. Okay. So <laughs> you're supposed to replace your furnace filter like every three months.
3: Yeah. And so and, and and even more if you got a, if you got pets. Oh, absolutely, mm.
1: and if you have, again, if you have carpeting and things of that nature, where there's a lot more dust, where you have dust traps within the home, uh, then of course gonna, it's going to it's going to float. There's going to be a lot more stuff floating in the air because typically, if you go to that furnace filter and you open it up, it's all black. It's like, oh my lord!
2: I know. Yeah. I bought a whole case of them though. I did oh. a whole case of filters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're set. Um, obviously, you know, check your forces on the outside, uh, dry vents. Make sure that they're free and unclogged. Gutters. Gutters is the big one. Absolutely. You know, get up there. A little bit of maintenance right now will save you a ton of money down the line. I mean, as far as cleaning the gutters out, especially with the leaves falling, pine needles, things of that nature, same thing goes for the roof. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, depending on the pitch, obviously, make sure the roof is clean, make sure it's, it's clear of moss and things of that nature.
3: Yeah
2: and this is just my own personal thing i think doing your kind of your final yard work is really important too you know get your yard in shape before winter time and it'll make you feel better too when you come home it looks nice you know it'll go through winter better
3: Yep.
1: well what's what's what, what's 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 the easiest way to check your dry event
2: uh a dryer brush nope a dryer vent brush
1: well, you just want to make sure the air flows, right? So just go, just go to where the exit is and make sure the flap is moving. Oh. A lot of people say, "Gosh, I don't know if my drive vent." Just go to the outside and check it out. Make sure that, uh, make sure that the uh, vent lifts up so you can see the airflow moving out of it.
2: Please see you? That.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, I I was, mean, if I was a- trying to think of something <laughs> exotic, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, the way you asked the question. <laughs> well, uh,
2: put your cat through it or something.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: some people do <laughs> no but seriously sometimes the simplest uh, answer is the best answer right um, let me see what else do uh, check your windows for moisture make sure that uh, it's you know make sure that there's no issues there if not get it, obviously get it looked at
3: um, what else
2: look for drafts
3: drafts just get, just drafts. get all this summer stuff put away put it. You know, put it in storage, put it in the shed, put a tarp over it, something. Protect your summer stuff.
1: Well, for great advice like that, Kwasi, how do people get a hold of you?
3: Uh, Give me a call, 206-854-4132. You can also text me at that number, 206-854-4132. Lisa?
2: Uh, They can get a hold of me at 206-954-3555. You can go ahead and text me or call at that number, 206-954-3555.
1: You can always reach me at uh, Laura's Home Loans, Mortgage Masters, 206 856 5438.
0: Have a great Sunday. Go Hawks. Chris Davies, MLO 105 695, Mortgage Masters Service Corporation, CL40445, Equal Housing
3: Opportunity. Hi, this is Quacy with John L. Scott and the Quacy Homes team. As a real estate agent, I love helping my clients make the most of their investment. When you are selling a fixed upper a teardown, or buildable land, you not only want to make the most for your property, you have so many other factors to consider. Can the buyer get financing? Do I want a bunch of people walking through the property? How long will it take to close and get my money? And that's where I come in. Strategy and experience are critical with these types of properties. I'll help you measure your options, hammer out the details, and get the best value. If you are considering selling your fixed rupper, teardown, or buildable land, give me a call 206-854-4132. That's 206-854-4132. This is Quasi with John L. Scott. Start by investing in experience and strategy. All conversations are confidential. Call 206-854-4132. Some things go really good together, like a
0: hammer and nail. When you're making big financial decisions, you want a partner that complements your hopes and desires with wisdom and guidance. Now, Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family have teamed up to give you over 65 years of combined experience and personalized service. So if you're looking to renovate, call 1833-Ask Laura.
4: Hi, this is Laura Keel of Laura's Home Loans. If you've spotted that perfect fixer upper, a renovation loan tied to the purchase could be a great way to get things fixed up before you move in. Questions about a renovation loan? Just ask. Call 1 833 Ask
0: Laura. Good together. Mortgage Master Service Corporation and the Keel family. Call 1 833 Ask Laura at laura'shomeloans.com. Mortgage Master Service Corporation CL40445 Equal Housing Opportunity.
7: Hi, this is Patrick. And Lisa. And you've heard us here on Street Talk with Chris Davies.
2: We don't just respond to real estate questions on the show. Nope. We're ready to take your call, meet in person, and start working for you.
7: It's our mission to provide answers, guidance, and exceptional customer service. We aim to earn your trust with your local real estate team. Patrick. And Lisa.
2: Give us a call at 206 954 3555 again.
7: Buying, selling, or or both both. Your success is what matters most Our connections can help
2: Patrick and Lisa Local experts coming together To help you find your place in the world
7: Patrick and Lisa You can find us at patrickandlisa.com Or give us a call at 206-954-3555 That's 206-954-3555. Patrick and Lisa, you can find us at patrickandlisa.com.